This is what we're going to do right now. Okay. We're going to talk about the Holy Family Curse. Because I don't want to talk about it in the podcast of the movie. Because no one can talk about this fucking movie without bringing that up. That is very true. When I was looking for information just about, you know, just shooting the film, all that comes up is the shooting. You know, the shooting. And I'm like, okay, man, you know, I've heard about this before the movie came out. I remember that. I'm tired of this. I just want to talk about the movie. And the last thing I want to do is put it in the podcast with that. So you know what? You do want to talk about it, and I'm sure there's people who won't like hearing about it. So I'm just going to make it like a separate episode, a separate recording. Yeah, and I, I think that's completely justifiable. Uh, I will say, though, that like this whole like curse mythos came from the Lee family. Like They're the ones that put it out there, uh, well, specifically Bruce's brother. What, do you have your whole investigation notes ready? Yes, I do. All right, well then, let's talk about the Lee family curse then. Okay. The only time I ever heard about it, I, I guess like on Dragon, was it the Bruce Lee story? Uh-huh. Like at the beginning where it shows him running away from like this Asian demon thing, some guy in a big scary armor. Yeah, he's in like samurai armor. <gasps> yeah, and that that's all I know about it. I have no, if I sound stuffy, it's because fucking allergies, I guess, but. Yeah, no, yeah. like the weather's constantly screwed with me here too. But that—that's all I know. I—I I, before that I knew, yeah, Bruce Lee died, and oh, you know, Brandon Lee died, and I never heard of No Curse until the movie Bruce Lee or Dragon, the Bruce Lee story came out. And then that's when the whole curse started being pushed on. Everybody's like, "Oh, it was a curse! It was a curse!" And he was being hunted by a demon since he was a child. Demons. So I mean, that—that's all I know. Other than that, I I don't know. That was honestly just that movie's way of like trying to personify like how they interpreted it because the uh, events surrounding his death were so mysterious at the time. Like they didn't have a clear cause of death even after an autopsy. They didn't figure that shit out until like 10 years ago. Well, how did Bruce Lee die? Uh, Hyponatremia. What's that? That is basically that he was consuming more water than his kidneys could process. Holy. And it caused and it caused his brain to swell, which led to a cerebral edema. I had no clue that that's a, even even water can kill you just because you had too much of it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can drown by drinking water. Well, I mean, I know that, but the oh, your brain swells up because you were drinking too much water. I mean, yeah, they, I'm, I'm, I'm over here drinking water because, like, oh, man, I love water. It's just delicious. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, water I'm is... like, I don't want to touch it. Okay, well, his thing was is he was on a very strict diet. He drank a shit ton of water, and his diet was very low sodium. So he wasn't getting the electrolytes he needed along with the water to achieve the right, like, stasis within his body. Uh, he actually had an incident of the same brain swelling episode of the cerebral edema uh, two months and 10 days before he died. So initially, when they did the autopsy, they said it was because of some like prescription drug that some chick gave him uh, because he had a headache, because he went to sleep and he never woke up. But he had been prescribed that medication before. 
and he had no adverse reactions to it. But he had also had a previous kidney injury, which limited his kidney's ability to process liquids that he consumed. So Man. the current like modern theory is that yeah, he just he was he was drinking too much fucking water. He wasn't getting enough salt and yeah, his brain swelled up and it killed him. I mean that that's fucked up because when you you look at Bruce Lee, you're like, "Man, this guy's like the, the picture of health." Yeah, you're like, "This guy's the definition of healthy." Yeah, he doesn't he has like what, 1% body fat? Like <laughs> find an inch to pinch on this dude like jesus like he was in fucking shape but yeah that's the uh hyponatremia was the original cause of death but they blamed it on the prescription drug at the time but modern science has kind of figured out it, it was probably not that medicine because like i said he had been given it before so when uh his brother robert Yes, there is a Robert Lee that was not involved in the Confederacy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I, he was I wasn't, certain... I wasn't thinking about Robert E. Lee. I was thinking about Robert Cobb. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so when he was kind of, uh, I think, uh, searching for closure after Bruce died, uh, he consulted with a feng shui master. And feng this guy shui. told him. Feng Shui, yeah. isn't that like the dudes that they help you pick? like balance your life? It's not just the bit about arranging furniture. Oh. It's 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 <laughs> it's it's about like you know figuring out like what's causing you problems metaphysically in your life and shit. Okay, I thought it was like oh he's a Feng Shui master. He knows where to put a couch. You know, <laughs> no, there, there's a lot more to it than that. Okay, but uh, what what he said, you know. Uh, Robert consults with this guy and he says, Hey, look, your dad is buried next to a 12 year old boy. Like it's a bad omen to be buried next to someone who died that young. So you either need to move your dad's body or, you know, build a wall. In wait, 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 wait. Who's, whose dad was buried next to a 12 year old? Uh, Bruce and Robert's dad. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's like, you you either need to move his body or put, like, a wall or a partition between the two gravesites because, you know, this is bad luck. Like, if you don't fix this, there's going to be more death and more divorce in the family. So, uh, Robert Lee is actually on record. This is a direct quote from after Brandon's death from a news article I found. He said... Uh, you know, he he told about this whole thing, this whole like supposed curse that this feng shui master prophesied. And he said, Bruce is dead. My brother Peter is divorced. I am divorced. And now Brandon is dead. It's crazy that a dead 12-year-old kid is blamed for a divorce. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't pretend to understand all of it. But like this is just like what I was able to dig up in my research. It's not because me and my wife just suck at being married. It was some kid, some dead kid. Yeah. Also worth noting, uh, both Bruce and Brandon died during production of their fifth feature film. Again, like to me, that's all coincidence. And I know it's all coincidence. And I know people go crazy about this whole curse thing. But I mean, it, it's still interesting because, you know, I'm into the whole creepy, mysterious 
you know, shit, I'm into paranormal stuff, you know. I'm all about ghost adventures, but yeah, it, it's still I, I I might be like, oh, these Zach Bagans is fucking funny. He's cool. But when you talk about yeah. the Bruce Lee thing, I'm like, okay, dude, calm calm the I fuck mean, down. There's a little more to it. Uh you you mentioned Dragon the Bruce Lee story. Yeah. Throughout that movie, he's like stalked by this demon. And at the end of the movie, like he's trying to fight this demon. He's failing terribly. And then in this like vision or whatever, there's little kid Brandon calling out for his dad. And the demon immediately loses interest in Bruce and goes after Brandon. Well, that scene was actually filmed before Brandon died. Two months before that film finished being produced and was released, that's when Brandon actually was killed. You think the producers were like, should we release this movie? Uh, most definitely, there probably <laughs> was some trepidation. <laughs> They're like, you know, should we really release this movie, man? We kind of called it. But uh, the whole thing uh, about the curse is like uh, Bruce Lee's parents, they had lost a son before Bruce was born. In the Chinese culture, it's tradition. Like if you've lost a son and you have another, when you're around the home, when you're around any of these potential spirits that may be like, you know, out to get your family, uh, you call your male child by a feminine name. So Bruce Lee's nickname at home when he was a kid was Little Phoenix. And that's traditionally a girl's name in Chinese. And that was basically in an attempt to confuse any spirit that might try to harm him. Which I have to, I have to point something out. Hmm. You were wrong. The curl thing, they didn't burn his body. <laughs> they just tossed him out a window after they shot him. Oh, yeah, no, I I, I never made that association with the Phoenix. It was just the no, whole... No, you, no, no, you, I was like, but they never burned his body. I go, they, they tossed him out of a building, and you said, but they burned him after. And I hadn't seen it in a while, so I was like, oh, okay. Then I watched it, and I was like, no, Robert's wrong. They didn't burn his body. They they just they, they just tossed him out a window. Oh, here's another weird bit about this whole curse thing. Bruce Lee's last movie, uh, Game of Death. Was that uh, his last movie? Yes. The plot had to be changed because he died mid-production. The original plot was of like a former champion who had to like fight his way up through a pagoda to save his like I think brother and sister. They had to change the plot, and the plot that they changed to was that of an international movie star who survives an assassination attempt on set. Wait, is that the movie with the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No, I think that was one of the dragon movies. No, wait, is Game of Death, is that the one where he's wearing a yellow outfit? Uh, I don't believe so. I'm not 100% on this because I have not seen every Bruce Lee film. See, wait, wait, hold on. I, I'm going to look this up. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, it's got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, okay. That's that's. He's, the one. Um, he runs into me sitting down. He kicks him on the chest, and he's got Kareem's big-ass footprint on his yellow outfit. <laughs> I think that's the outfit that inspired uh, Kill Bill Volume 1. Yes, when, definitely. When Beatrix is wearing the uh, yellow outfit. Yeah. So that movie, Bruce Lee died 20 years before Brandon. That movie wasn't released until five years after Bruce's death. So 15 years after that movie released, Brandon was killed. Hmm. There's a lot of like weird numerical lineups in this. It's, it's, it's very odd. 
Well, keep going down the list because we're whenever we gotta catch up to the crow. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I have as far as tie-ins that aren't spoilers for The Crow. We're, we're going to be talking about The Crow anyway, so go ahead. Okay. Um, let me see. What else can I talk about? Oh, you know, you, you mentioned, uh... Which, which we do have to say, if you've not seen The Crow, well then watch The, the Crow. Where the fuck have you been? Like... <laughs> w- w- watch The Crow and then listen to this part, but from here on out, there's going to be... Spoilers to the crow. Just a warning. Ah, uh, man, I I don't even know where to start from here. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of weird like lineups and conjunctivity in this movie. To me, the whole crow thing is just a freak accident. Just like the set with um Alec Baldwin's Alec Baldwin's new movie, which again, oh, yeah. I mean, shit happens. Um, the armor is to blame. I imagine it was the same thing with the crow. Uh, not entirely. I can actually go into pretty extensive detail about that as well. Uh, I mean, like, if, can, if, can this if, thing be explained to demons, or is it just a freak? Accident? No, this. No, this thing is is a crazy set of coincidences that should have never happened if proper uh, movie set technique and you know rules were followed. Like there was. I want to say four different things that led up to this. And one of them was uh, the movie had a shit budget. So the initial budget of the movie was around 14 million. And, you know, due to production delays and difficulties, for some reason, they decided to manufacture their own dummy ammunition. Because when you're using a revolver in a close up, it's better to use oh, dummy ammunition. I hate to interrupt, but was it when he died? Was it the scene with Fun Boy? It he, was. He had a revolver, but it was the scene at the beginning of the movie with Fun Boy, and not not at the beginning of the movie, but the sequence that happened at the beginning of the movie. I believe they showed it in a flashback later in the movie. Yeah, that was the one where where uh, Michael Massey Fun Boy pulls the trigger on the the like distant shot. That's when Brandon was actually killed. It took place in their apartment. Yeah. So the whole thing was is they needed dummy ammunition because there's a close-up of Fun Boy holding the gun where you can clearly see the shells in the gun. Well, a traditional dummy round, if you actually buy them, has both the powder and the primer removed. I mean, that, that's well, crazy because that's that's the way it was with that, like, Baldwin, too. Like, they, weren't, <laughs> they were rehearsing a shot, and it was a close-up. Yeah, no, the, the close-up was actually shot, like, months before. And then they came in to do the, like, distant shot where he actually pulls the trigger much later. Like, uh, three days before Brandon Lee was supposed to be off the set, done with his, like, photography. So instead of buying proper dummy rounds, they made their own. They pulled the slugs out of the shells and they removed the powder. Well, they didn't remove the primer. And there are several people on set who mentioned that they saw a, an unnamed actor fiddling around with the prop gun when it had the like dummy rounds in it. So the what they think happened is that that actor, whoever it was, pulled the trigger and the primer charge was enough to lodge the slug inside the barrel of the gun. So then when it came time to shoot that scene, which was the next time that gun was used on set. Uh, not only was the uh, weapons expert gone for the day, 
the guy who was responsible for checking the weapons prior to shooting didn't know the proper procedure for it. So he didn't know to like check down the barrel for obstructions. And then the director and his staff ordered a full flash round because they wanted, you know, the big flash for that shot when he fired the gun. So Brandon essentially got hit in the abdomen with a 44 Magnum slugger, full velocity. Yeah. And Michael Massey, fun boy, uh, is actually the one who pulled the trigger that caused his death. Yeah, I know, I know he got fucked up by it. Um, yeah, he, he took a year off. After that movie was completed, he took a year off from making anything. Uh, he's on record as late as 2005 saying he still has nightmares about it. It's, it's like that was your co-worker and you killed him. So, yeah, he was he was pretty traumatized by it. Oh, oh yeah, shit. I mean, <laughs> that would be like, you know, one of us telling our friends to like grab something we dropped and they walk out in the street to get it and they get hit by a bus. Like it's kind of the same concept. Like even though you weren't directly responsible, you feel the guilt. You think Alec Baldwin feels the guilt? I hope he does. I mean, it's Alec Baldwin. I'm pretty sure he doesn't like based on like the printed apology that he put out. I don't feel like he does in the same way as Michael Massey did. For sure. Like it was, he was just like, this was a regrettable incident or whatever, however the fuck he phrased it. It it sounded just like, oh, I guess I've got to do this press release. It was honestly a little bit disappointing for someone who's played Jack Ryan. I mean, but I mean, I mean, you can't expect any actor who played a good role or a character you like to be a saint in person, you know, like, look at Christian Bale. Everybody likes Christian Bale. Like, oh, he's. He's an angel. He's Bruce Wayne. And then the video, not the video, asshole. but the audio comes out of him yelling at somebody on set and talking shit. And you know what? Nobody cares. It was just some fucking underling, too. That's what was fucked up about that. Yeah. Like, you know, nobody cares because it's Christian Bale. But if, if it's some other actor, nobody, like, if it was Ben Affleck, you know, people would want to fucking cancel him because it's oh. Ben Affleck, you know, because it's Alec Baldwin. They want to cancel him. Well, I mean, oh, I mean, of course, I mean, because he did kill somebody, so I can't put Alec Baldwin on there. Yeah, but, I mean, he did kill a guy or a girl. But then again, it's not his fault, though. Exactly. No matter what anyone says, just like, because they just just because they don't like Alec Baldwin doesn't mean they have to fucking say, "Oh, he killed someone." No, he, yeah, he did, but it was an accident. It's the armor's yeah, fault, and. They were rehearsing. Actually, they were rehearsing the fucking the scene too. It's actually on film too. Like somebody hands him the weapon and says, "Clean gun." They say, "Clean gun" before he pulls the trigger. So, fun boy, it wasn't Michael Massey. Mm-hmm. He it, it really fucked him up. So, okay, what what happened from there on? Did they, did they did they ever say anything about the armor? No, just that he was not on set when it happened, which is. Uh, at least at this point should be illegal if it's not already but like yeah why 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 the fuck would you want not want the armor on set yeah why wouldn't you want the weapon specialist to inspect your weapons like this goes back to that low budget thing like they were working off 14 million and change during this phase of shooting and uh yeah they were 
well behind and you know they just it the production wasn't going well it wasn't like a smooth production at any point so yeah he had been sent home for the day and the guy that stepped in to like do his job was not qualified to do his job like you should never hand an actor a weapon unless it has been checked by a specialist because I mean, actors I mean, don't really really it's it's all all the shit all the shit you're saying right now is common sense yeah, exactly. Like there should have been some common sense going on, but there's all these lapses due to people being stressed out from the low budget, from being behind, from all of it, and they just started cutting corners. And it, it that's what got Brandon killed. I mean, it makes it makes no sense because they had three days left of shooting when he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he had three days left on set. He had he had three days worth of scenes left to record. So after he died, like, movie's in limbo. Nobody knows what's going to happen. It was originally slated for to be a direct-to-video, like, release. Like, they weren't even going to release it in theaters. But they didn't know if they were even going to be able to finish this movie. Their lead had just died on set, or been shot on set, and died later at the hospital during surgery. And, yeah. They didn't know where they were going to go. There were questions there. And Miramax came in and gave them the $8 million and change they needed to finish the movie. To do all the reshoots, to change the story a little bit, to like make the footage that they had work. Well, yeah, because Paramount, I think it was Paramount that were going to release it. But after it happened, they're like, oh, we don't want to. So Miramax yeah, came in. Exactly. And uh, there was actually like a very limited amount of scenes shot with a stunt double like the scene where he puts the crow makeup on for the first time in the broken mirror that wasn't actually him the reason that the actor like smashed the mirror was to break up the panels of the mirror to make the cgi more believable the reflection that you see in the mirror is just like images of brandon lee's face like cut into pieces um I forgot what I was going to say. It was going to be something related to what the fuck we were just talking about right now. Uh, We're discussing the movie The Crow. No. <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about the movie. We're talking about what happened on the side. Yeah. Yeah, the shit no, that, that it just has been spoken about to fucking death that everyone just has to bring up whenever they talk about this fucking movie. I, 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 don't, I didn't want to do, record this just because I don't want to be like everyone else that just has to talk about it. So I'm like, you know what? But I know there's probably going to be some people who want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. And you know there's some people who have never heard about it. And I just don't want it involved with the one when we're talking about the film. Because, well, I don't want to take away from the movie with, oh, this is what happened when he died. No, I don't don't want that in there. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Like, they should be separate things. Because you you really don't want to like take away from his performance. He was actually very good in this movie. I mean, I mean that's up in the air. I mean, I I he wasn't a great actor. He was not. Would you agree though that he turned in his best performance in this movie of all the movies that he did? I don't know because I mean I, I've only seen Rapid Fire once, and that was when it came out on VHS. I just remember him drawing his art instructor. Or not in the the art instructor, but the model drawing her with like some dragon around her. I think that was rapid fire. 
And then uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo with Dolph Lundgren, which I saw on HBO when it appeared, or when it aired on HBO. I mean, those are the only movies I have ever seen of him. They weren't exactly standout performances, I'll give you that. Well, neither was The Crow. Like, the action scenes were not great in The Crow. The action scenes, not so much, but um, I believe a lot of the lines of dialogue were delivered in a pretty heartfelt and genuine way. I mean, maybe as best he could, but again, in my opinion, he just wasn't a great actor at all. I don't I don't really think he got the time to like fully flesh it out. No, he had the time. Mother is the name for God in the hearts of children. Or whatever the fuck he says. Oh, I actually know that. Uh, that's not even an original line for that movie. Maybe a lot of it wasn't original. I mean, since even T-Bird was uh, reading off of some book. No, uh... There's that a lot line. of quotes. There's a lot of quotes in the movie. They say, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's, I, I like the movie for how cheesy it is. Honestly, my favorite parts about it are T-Bird and his gang because they're fucking stupid and funny. Yeah, they are. Like, like that's that's what makes the movie for me. I like the I like the villains. You know, I like the cheesy edgelord. Over the top, like, Not, just... I mean, I wouldn't say over the top, but just like the very cheesy edgelord feel of the villains especially top dollar i mean call him stupid oh, as stupid boy. as name is top dollar and he, he comes out with a sword yeah <laughs> like, and like okay, he dude. opens up the cabinet and he's got like all these swords and he takes like the fucking filigreed fencing sword to like fucking threaten gideon yeah but you know what I think we should just talk about the crow since we're getting into it. So we're going to stop right here on this one. All right.